This is Update One, the podcast of the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. Update One provides a forum for listeners to learn about national and international stories, focusing on journalism and communication issues, news and politics. Now, the latest edition of Update One. I'm Adam Cano here at MRO Americas, an annual aviation maintenance convention that attracts exhibitors and attendees worldwide. Joining me on the show floor today is Barb Zulke. Barb is senior editor at Aircraft Maintenance Technology and Aviation Trade Magazine, and she is celebrating 40 years in journalism and for the same publisher, no less, which is remarkable. Barb, good morning. Good morning. Let's start with AMT, Aircraft Maintenance Technology. Where is it based and who are your readers? Endeavor Business Media is based in Nashville. Um, AMT is based in Fort Atkinson, Wisconsin. Our readers are maintenance people, um, directors of maintenance, executives who make the decisions for purchasing and such. We have a circulation about 40,000 for print publication. And AMT is part of a family of media properties, so what are your sister outlets? Ground Support Worldwide covers um, ground support equipment, and Airport Business covers um, airport operations and FBOs. Um, AMT is the the largest circulation of the three. What attracted you to journalism at the beginning? How did you know that that would be your career? It just seemed to fit the niche. Communicating, um, loving the, the use of the language, just communicating stories and a position opened up at a company and it just led into B2B publishing. Yeah, so business to business. And and what was the magazine environment, the journalism environment like when you started 40 years ago? Getting people right out of college and training them and then they would disappear for better jobs. (laughs) Uh, But I started in um, proofreading, copy editing, so I learned the different styles for the magazines and the the niche markets, and then it just developed into an editorial position. So I could use all my, you know, what I'd learned in school and what I'd learned on the job to make a better product. It's fair to say that aviation has traditionally been a very male-dominated industry, although obviously that's changing. What was it like being not just a journalist in this industry at the beginning, but a, but a female journalist as well? Well, you tended to stand out. <laughs> I mean, there were women there and there were, you know, role models to go after. You just had to build up your reputation to know that you could be counted on to get facts right. And, and it just grew from there. Do you feel that you were held to a different standard or did, was covering the beat any harder because of gender? No, I don't think so. You've seen the move, obviously, over the years from from print to to digital, and we're in this sort of hybrid landscape where you know AMT is still printed, you know, every every month, but also there are uh, you have a, any newsletter, you have a robust website. So, you know, how has that changed what you do on a daily basis? It gives editors more control. We might not want it, but we got it to do things faster to get the news and be able to put it on the website the same day, making you know readers happy and potential advertisers happy because their message is getting across. And just the whole content management system is 
organized and designed to give editors more control so we can put out what we want, how we want, how fast we want, and as many ways as we want, whether it's, you know, the social media or the website or the print magazine. So after four decades in journalism, you've obviously experienced a lot. Tell me about your most challenging story. What was it and and, uh, how did you cover it? Well, I couldn't come up with the most challenging story, just the idea that even after 40 years, it's still deadline-based. you got to get a hold of the company that you want information from. You've got to have time to settle things down so you can write the story, and you got to make sure you do it before the magazine goes to pre-press. So the pressure never goes away. You just have to sort of segment yourself into, okay, what am I going to do today and get it done? Has there been a particular story, maybe not from a challenging perspective, but you know, rewarding or something that you really felt, you know, good that you had gotten it, you know, really right and did so in a way that, you know, brought a lot of value to your readers? I like when people say, oh, I'm glad you asked that. That means I've hit the nerve of what they want to talk about. The story I did last year on the schools and how they're fighting to get students and that the industry needs students and, you know, certified mechanics it was very satisfying to reach out and hear their stories and then be able to communicate that, to know that, okay, we've all got the same mission, let's try and work together. 40 years is a remarkable run in journalism for the same publishing company, even more so, as you look ahead to celebrating that this year and retirement to follow. What kept you going? Wanting to communicate, wanting to get the message through with as little static as possible whether that was, you know, working with the production department and graphics to, you know, make the better story or coming up with a a style that everybody could follow to make it easier so there wasn't as many edits needed on copy, just enforcing the things to, you know, get it done early so if there's a catastrophe, there's time to solve it (laughs) with your head intact. And the teamwork. I mean, just being a part of a team that creates this, it's still a pretty awesome thing to be able to do. The National Press Club includes not just journalists, but also communicators as members, PR practitioners. They're obviously a part of the aviation industry and, of course, your job as a journalist covering that beat. So what is it like working with PR professionals? What do they do that helps you do your job as a journalist? And Frankly, what could they and Frank and we <laughs> do better? Know your audience. Know who you're talking to. Don't be just trying to promote a client of yours. Know what our readers want, and we can work together to build a product that's going to be valuable. Um, you know, we don't want fluff. We want to be a good resource to the industry, so we want to create that content. And don't harass me. (laughs) Um, But, you know, communicate when it's time to communicate and then build something valuable. Covering this industry, you've obviously seen an evolution over the years. What's it been like working with the different companies in this industry, some of them very big, you know, aircraft manufacturers and things like that, down to the, the smallest supplier or maintenance shop? How do you kind of perceive the evolution of this industry and the journalism that's covered it? There's more of a partnership, I think, with companies today of 
knowing you know what the critical issues are in the industry, knowing what they're developing as solutions so that we can come up with content that meets both our demands and then just keeping the lines of communication open so that you know when there's a need or something comes up that the door will be open so we can create something. Barb, thank you so much. Thank you. Barb Zoki is senior editor at Aircraft Maintenance Technology. You can read her work at www.aviationpros.com. For Update One, I'm Adam Cano. Update One is a production of the National Press Club's Broadcast Podcast Committee. You can comment on this podcast or any episode of Update One by sending an email to Update One Podcast. That's Update the Number One Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Update One.